Okay. So into the more monster stories book we go. We're almost done with it. We are in the weird and wonderful beast sections of this book. And we're at the fifth story, which is called The Red Eaton. And it's by Jacob Joseph, you know, Joseph Jacobs. Joseph Jacobs. Those are two great names together, don't you think? Yeah. Yeah. And it's read today by Mommy and... Jake and the Neverland Pirates. Jake and the Neverland Pirates. It, because his name is Jacobs. Yeah. Did you know that Jake is short for Jacobs? Jacob? It's true. If your name is Jacob, you can also be called Jake. Just like if your name is Philip, you can also be called Pip. Which is what Mommy sometimes calls Philip. Okay. Are you ready? Mm-hmm. Okay, here we go. Oh, and um, it's read by Mommy. Oh, I said that part. Okay, here we go. There was once a widow who lived on a small bit of ground, which she rented from a farmer. She had two sons, and it was time for the widow to send them away to seek their fortunes. So the oldest young man went to seek his fortune first, and he went all that day and all the next day, and on the third day, in the afternoon, he came up to where a shepherd was sitting with a flock of sheep. He went up to the shepherd and asked him who the sheep belonged to. The shepherd answered, The Red Eaton of Ireland. The shepherd also told the young man to beware of the beasts he should meet next, for they were a very different kind from any he had yet seen. So the young man went on, and he saw very dreadful beasts with two heads, and on every head four horns. He was frightened and ran away from them as fast as he could. The young man was glad when he came to a castle that stood on a, on a small hill, with the door standing wide open to the wall. He went into the castle for shelter and saw an old woman sitting by the kitchen fire. He asked her if he might stay for the night as he was tired from a long journey. The old woman said that he might, but that the castle was not a good place for him to be in. It belonged to the Red Eaton, a terrible beast with three heads, who spared no living man it could get hold of. The young man would have gone away, but he was afraid of the beast outside of the castle. He begged the old woman to hide him as best as she could and not tell the Red Eaton he was there. He thought if he could get, if he could just last the night, he might get away in the morning without meeting the beasts and so escape. But he had not been long in his hiding place before the awful Red Eaton came in, and no sooner was he in then he cried out, Snook, but and snook bin, I smell of an earthly man. Be he living or be he dead, his heart this night shall kitchen my bread. What? What do you think that means? Don't know? Yeah, Philip is shaking his head, and he's got wide eyes because he does not know. And I will tell you, friends, I believe that what this 
creature is saying is, I think I can smell a human in this house and I'm going to find him and gobble him up. The monster soon found the poor young man and pulled him from his hiding hole. Then he told him that if he could answer three questions, his life would be spared. So the first of the Red Eden's heads asked, A thing without an end, what's that? But the young man knew not. Then the second head said, the smaller, the more dangerous. What's that? But the young man knew not. And then the third head asked, When does the dead carry the living? Riddle me that. But the young man knew not and had to give up. He was unable to answer one of these questions. And the Red Eaton took a mallet and knocked him in the head and turned him into a pillar of stone. Well, that's a very unfortunate ending to this poor guy. Those were pretty hard riddles, though, don't you think? Mm -hmm. Do you have any? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Do you have any idea what they might mean? Mm -hmm. Me neither. Let's find out what happens next. I know one of those riddles. The smaller the dangerous, sir. The more dangerous, yeah. Is rattlesnakes. Oh, that is so true. <laughs> Philip, you're absolutely correct. Rattlesnakes, if they are younger, are more dangerous than grown-up rattlesnakes. I wonder what would have happened if he had answered rattlesnakes. Let's, let's see what happens. The morning after, the young brother told his mother that the time had now come for him to go on his travels also. After he had traveled far, he met an old woman whom he asked if he would give, who asked him if he would give her a bit of his bread. He said, I will gladly do that. For the bread she gave him a magical wand that might be of service to him, and if he took care to use it rightly. And he went on a great way further, and then he came to the shepherd, and when he asked whose sheep they were, the answer was, The Red Eaten of Ireland. When he came to the place where the monstrous beasts were standing, he did not stop, nor run away, but went boldly through them. One came up roaring with an open mouth to devour him, but when he struck it with his wand... It was in an instant dead at his feet. Um, I think that that might be the best trade this young man could have possibly made. A little bit of bread for a magic wand that could, that could stop a big scary monster? Um, yes please. Would you like one of those too? Mm. Yeah, for sure. He soon came to the Red Eaton's castle where he knocked and was admitted. The old woman by the fire warned the young man of the terrible Red Eden and what had been the fate of his brother. But he was not to be daunted. Ooh, do you know what daunted means? He was not to be turned, he was not to be scared. So to be daunted would be, it would be to be, to feel overwhelmed by something or be, feel frightened of something. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. But he's not. He's not afraid. So 
He's not like his. <laughs> yep, he's not hiding his face. He's not scared. Let's see what happens next. He's not like purple fear. Exactly. The monster soon came in, saying, Snookbutt and Snookbin, I find the smell of an earthly man. Be he living or be he dead, his heart shall be kitchen to my bread. He quickly caught sight of the young man and bade him come forth on the floor. Do you know what it means to bade someone? Well, I'll give you an example. When I have made dinner and I am calling you to come in and sit down and have dinner, I am baiting you. So what do you think it means to bait? Call. Yeah, it means to call someone forward. Okay. Like this. Tracy! Exactly. Like someone calling someone else. Exactly. Very good. So, <clears throat> when the first head... Oh, wait, hold on. And then he put the three questions to him. But the young man had been told everything by the good fairy, so he was able to answer all the questions. Oh, we're going to get to hear what the answers are. Ready? When the first head asked, What's a thing without an end? He said, A bowl. Oh, I get that because a bowl is round, right? So where does the where do you start with a bowl and where do you end with a bowl? It's hard to know because it's kind of it goes on and on and on. It's a circle. Okay. And when the second head said, "What's smaller, the more dangerous? What's that?" He said at once, "A bridge." A small bridge? Oh, because because you want to have a lot of space to get across something. And if it's nice and wide, you can walk across it without being afraid. But if it's a very narrow bridge, then you really have to be on your tiptoes and be careful. It's like walking across on a tightrope, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. At last, the third head said, when does the dead carry me, the living riddle me that? The young man answered at once and said, When a ship sails on the sea with men inside her. When the Red Eaton heard this, he knew that his power was gone. The young man took up an axe and cut off the th monster's three heads. Well, that's the end of that. The old woman took him upstairs and opened a great many doors. Out of every door came a beautiful lady who had been imprisoned but there by the Red Eaton, and one of the ladies was the king's daughter. The old woman took the young man down into a low room, and there stood a stone pillar. He pointed his wand at it, and his brother started to life. All of the prisoners were overjoyed at their rescue, for which they thanked the young man. The next day they all set out for the king's court. The king married his daughter to the young man who had rescued her and gave a noble's daughter to his brother.
And so they all lived happily for the rest of their days. And I'm going to just throw in there that they sent for their mother, the poor old widow woman, and gave her a home with them. Don't you think that would be the right thing to do? Yes. And there was a very nice in-law suite where she could live out all the rest of her days, watching episodes of her favorite television show and eating chocolate. The end. What? Don't you think that's a good ending? <laughs> <laughs> the end. <laughs>